thank you so much for being part of, uh, of our show. I am honored and pleased to have you on. Uh, we have been friends for uh, acquaintances more, but friends. And now I get to, to know you deeper. Yes, Tony. I'm so glad. Finally, the last time we saw each other was when I worked for NBC Six, and I was uh, <laughs> I would interview on the junkets, and we would have so much fun. Oh my gosh, those were great times. What was it like for you to sit in front of you know famous people and ask them questions? Was it uh, traumatic for you? Was it fun? You know, I have to say, yes, I, I can't lie. I was definitely a little nervous, but the people I got to interview, I think I was really lucky. Like Will Ferrell was one of my first interviews and I ended up getting up and hugging him. And I know you're not allowed to do that, but he just felt like a relative. I have nine uncles on one side, uh, several uncles on another. I don't have the number so I <laughs> on my dad's <laughs> side, but um, I'm used to being around uh crazy guys. And he was so comfortable. He was so funny. We had the best time. So I'm in mid hug, ready to hug Will Ferrell. And then I go, Oh my God, you're not supposed to do it. But it was just my natural family lovingness, you know, and he I go, Oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, get over here. And he gave me a big hug. So it, it went it went really well. And, um, and I one of my biggest ones that I always tell people my favorite interview of all time was Oliver Stone. Uh, what a presence. Wow. What a presence. Yes, he was my favorite all time for sure. Was it was it for the movie uh, nine uh, nine eleven nine eleven? Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, he was, was amazing on that on that junket. Just he was, and you know what's funny, Tony, is that I had gone in there, and you should never do this with a little bit of judgment because um, I knew who he befriended, and you know our our ideals didn't align. But I will tell you this, boy, did he convince me different. And since then, I've never done that. I've gone in completely open-minded on interviews because I learned. I learned a lot from, from that day. I've always not asked questions. I've, I've had conversations. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. And listening is key. Don't let the nerves take over. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Now you you've had an interesting journey into into this business. Um, I found out during one of our conversations that you are uh, kind of a late start in in show business, uh, but it was the right time for you. Yeah, so I was a dental hygienist for eleven years because I always wanted to be an actor. I always knew that from when I was young, but I come from a really uh, a really tight Catholic family, and my mom was really worried about you know, my moral decisions if I went into acting. And I always said, mom, you raised me. I'll be fine. I'll make the right decisions. Um, so by the time I became who I, a person, I, I was a, a late bloomer. I was very immature, even up until my thirties, uh, beginning of my thirties. And I decided, you know what, it's time. So I let my dental hygiene license expire on purpose. So I would have zero plan B. Everyone thought I was having a nervous breakdown. And I said, I am doing this because it's not too late. My wonderful husband, greatest supporter, he's a music producer, and he allowed me to believe it could happen. And literally, Tony, it took me eight years, eight years of a lot of no's, a lot of doors shutting. I mean, there was a point where I was going to give up. And I, I remember I saw this interview, I think it was on Ellen, and she was entering one of the guys from Lost, and he had said that number. It was almost like somebody was telling me to stay in the business. 
he said it took him eight years and he was ready to give it. I think he was going to go into real estate. Wow. And he said, and then he landed the role of lost. And I mean, my hair is standing on ends, even telling you the story. That's exactly, I, uh, Florida was known for hosting. It was not something I ever wanted to do. I decided to, to, um, to do this audition. They asked me to talk about something I liked. I talked about an electric toothbrush because I was a, you know, a dental hygienist. And they were looking for somebody to talk about teeth whitening. It was, it was meant to be. And I've been working ever since. Best life. You know, when you plan, God laughed. My life took a whole different direction. But I have to tell you, Tony, this job fits me like a glove. I love it. I don't want to embarrass you, but you, you, you have a natural beauty about you that... Aw, uh, thanks. You're born with that. I think that you have a natural kindness, a natural... Uh, uh, way of being trustworthy and people respond to that you know the old pitch person you know the guy that used to do the uh the what was that that wipe you know they it was just a creepy guy would yell at you shim shim wipes or whatever that was i can't sham wow sham, sham wow yeah i mean the, that's what we think of a pitch person but you have a wonderful way of making it very personal uh Aww. on the plexiderm uh which is your big thing that, that you do, um, you brought your dad into it. I mean, it became a very personal testimony. Well, you know, it did because, I mean, I'm a, a woman and I've tried so many products. And I mean, to women out there, how many times have we tried <laughs> products that, and yet, even men that don't work? And it's so frustrating because those products are not cheap. So when I was going to talk about this product, I thought, you know what, I really have to see for myself if it works. And Tony, I swear, and I've talked about this a million times, we had my dad, I remember it like yesterday, in the chair, he applied it, we saw his under eye bag disappear. And I have to tell you, under eye bags, I don't care how much makeup you put on, they look terrible. <laughs> and it, it was cool because you, he said, and, and now that I've used it, it actually tightens the skin and heightens the crevices and the wrinkles. So you actually see yourself and a younger, better version. I mean, this product works. It is truly amazing. I am proud to talk about it. And it, that's just the bottom line. It, I had to try it. And the, the fact that it worked, it, it's a miracle serum. That's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> but but as, a, as an up and coming, I want to say actress because that's such a, you know, but as an up and coming TV host, actress, getting a job like that has got to be a godsend. I mean, getting that first paycheck for, for something that you love doing that must, yes. that must validate you. I mean, it really does, Tony. And I have to be honest when I first did it, cause I had never done live television. That's a very different animal than being taped. Cause if you mess up, you just re-record mm -hmm. live television was extremely scary. So when he, they had started me and I did my first live show, I watch it to this day going, wow, I've really grown. They really, really, trusted that I was going to grow and that I will appreciate for a lifetime. But um, now I love it. It's absolutely addicting. And um, also when you talk about a product that works and that you're, that you know, is fantastic. It's easy. It really is. But, but you also hop around the country for Plexiderm and you do live shows or, or I mean, you know, conventions and things like that. Do you, do you get involved with that? Well, I do a lot of things. So Plexiderm is one of them. But yes, I travel all over the United States and I do television shows. And um, I conventions, not really, but um, interviews, podcasts, you name it, commercials. And the good thing is I don't have, have to audition because I don't have the time. 
um, lately. And that's a good thing because I was the worst at auditioning. I, I would get home and go, oh, I should have done that. That would have worked. But you always think of these things when you're not like in front of the casting director, you know. But so it's been really nice. And now, you know, people reach out to me, which has been really nice. And what's it like to be recognized, you know, on the street? Well, it's so minimal. I, my husband is a music producer, so I'm around his, you know, famous people all the time. And mine is minimal, but it's kind of funny because like I was at the airport in a bathroom and I hear Annette Figueroa, Plexnerm, and I was like, what? <laughs> You know, or somebody, I, I, another time, because I travel so much, it's either in a hotel or a restaurant, somebody walked up to me and said, hi, Annette. And I was thinking, did I go to high school with them? Did I go to college with them? And then it followed the with those under eye bags. I was like, oh my God. But that is a great training ground for everything else you do. Oh, 100%. I, I, as far as hosting, I remember, again, how scared I was, but now I'm so comfortable. And at the end of the day, I'm a natural born interviewer, um, host. My husband, when we would be in this music studio, if there was an artist there that he was like, you know, uh, he wanted me to approach, I would have them in the palm of my hand within 30 minutes. Well, that's just, and, you know, you. they'd always send me. What strikes me in talking with you is you have this curiosity kind of thing about you, like an eight year old girl that just wants to learn. And that's to your benefit. Yes, it really is. It really is. Um, it's true. I, I, in my head, I'm still in my 20s, and I think that's going to be perpetual. I don't think that's ever going to change. <laughs> it's a division. I have a very mature side, but very young. Um, and, and yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like at the end of the day, people just want you to be who you are. And I think when you are, that just comes through. Uh, your family life seems like it's 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 a wonderful thing. Your husband seems like a really really he's involved in 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 you in your life. You're involved in his professional life. Um, yes. What a, great, what a great support system that must be. You know, honestly, the best. He's literally one of the best humans I have ever met in my life, and I can I've worked for him for twenty plus years. He and I have, he's never had an unhappy client. He is on top of his game. He's a mix engineer slash, slash, slash producer. Um, he did Pitbull's first five albums. So he's an educator. He's been a great educator to me. I have learned so much from him. And when I'm down or want to quit or I'm frustrated by something very minimal in his eyes, <laughs> which he's usually right. Um, he always talks me down and, and, and logically explains things because he's been in this business much longer than I have. And the good thing about us both doing what we do is we completely understand. So if he has to go to LA for a little while or I have to travel around the United States, there's literally no problems, which is really nice. Another grateful thing. <laughs> because in this business, when, you're, when you do reach this part of your life in this business, you develop a certain amount of trust and 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 love that um because you you really realize the, the, that that family is everything that coming home is a is a wonderful gift oh a hundred percent it's it's literally one of the reasons i'm so happy and because we're on the same page we just drive each other's success so much 
and you mentioned family and I always want to rave about my parents and the fact that we have a family news uh, letter called relatively speaking because I have over a hundred first cousins and we want to make sure that we keep up with each other's lives and know what's going on and I have incredible support we even have adopted family members that get the newsletter as well so yes I I've been very blessed and I, I I'm very very grateful for that but in all this, I mean, you've stepped also into the darker side of things as well. That's That's got to make you feel, I don't know, grimy sometimes, I, I, in lieu of another word. Yeah, I, you know, when I, when I first started, uh, you are a little naive, but I was raised by a very, very strong woman, my mother, and I wasn't so naive that I was misguided. I knew exactly what was happening, when it was happening, and how to handle it, thank God. Um, but yes, of course, there were roles constantly, you know, asking me, would you take your clothes off, which was never, uh, for me, personal. I, there are definitely roles that you have to do that, and I respect that. But for me, it wasn't my comfort zone. So I'm happy to be a host. I'm happy to be a t um a TV spokesperson or even sometimes an interviewer. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's just something to be very, um, when you go into things, know how to handle them yeah. and maybe do a little role playing so that, you know, cause jobs now with the me too, I think everything's an open book and it's not happening even close to as much, but just does, being, you know, smart. Doesn't that come from valuing yourself too, having, having a strong core, uh, yes. Of, of, of your self-worth? A hundred percent your self-worth, your self-esteem, definitely. But um, I, I think with this Me Too, it's been, it's now an open dialogue for women to understand that everybody's self-worth, everyone's important, and no role or no job should ha have you do anything that's going to compromise who you are. You know, I if I had a dime for every time I, I've been asked to do a nude scene, I'd, uh, I'd have a dime. <laughs> basically <laughs> i don't do i don't do nudity because my stretch marks spell out obscenities it's it's just a problem on my own oh my god i love that, I um, love that. <laughs> but navigating through all this because a lot of the the people that listen to my podcasts are students and they you know uh, and, and for women life is changing now i think i think it's getting a little better although some of that may be smokescreen and you know hopping on a train but legitimately i think things are changing for the better we have more directors i mean yeah i 100 percent agree things are changing roles for older women are opening up um you know there's not like oh god I, you know i i only have this sort of window for these jobs but there's women directors women um you know they're hiring more women to do jobs so it's it's definitely opening up and i don't feel like my window is getting uh, smaller i feel like it's getting bigger and the opportunities are getting bigger and i have to say um as a woman there is nothing we can't do nothing so you know, go for it <laughs> specifically in, in in your business of television and hosting that has all changed because it used to be boy you were you know getting into your 30s you know, but thank you, thank you, Gretchen Carlson and 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 you know Megan and all of those people that fought for that because there is a lot of age discrimination for women yeah. in in Definitely. television specifically. I agree, but thank you to all those strong women um, because that they have fought for that as well. 
because you see now tons of roles for women and Nicole Kidman isn't so old, but she's getting older and she's in things left and right. Um, So I, I, I just don't have any fear. And I have to tell you, Tony, it's important that if, if there's something not out there, it's important to be a trailblazer because if you believe anything is possible, it is, period. So if there's something that you feel there's not enough women in it, go for it. I mean, I like just exactly parallel my husband's business. It's a male driven business. At least his, he works in the urban world. Not a lot of women doing the engineering, the mixing. So when I came along and I was his manager and in charge of handling, you know, the scheduling, the coordination, the contracts. I mean, people were just kind of looking at me like, what are you doing here? And I was like, okay, I'll show you what I'm doing here. <laughs> oh, no, you just scared yes. me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it's a standing joke, but let me tell you, I got a lot of job offers after that. <laughs> you know, it's very interesting that, that you've, you've, you've picked a life or, or life has picked you surrounded by music. It's got to be something. You know? I, you know, I agree. I do, but I wish I was musically talented. <laughs> I'm better in the business side of the music business, but listen, any side, I'm happy to be there because it's an incredible business. I have so much respect for what goes behind the scenes and that, which that'll have to be another podcast you do because even in the making of a song, I never understood it until I sat in the studio for two years with my husband, artist and um, songwriters and just saw what was put into even one song. It's but amazing. As a kid, you didn't do musical theater when you were growing up? and um, I took music, appreci- music appreciation. I did piano. My favorite teacher in the world, her name was Mrs. Carabinus. I'll never forget her. <laughs> I loved her, but I wasn't musically talented. I mean, uh, I know my husband's one of them, eight years old. He learned to play the drums and, you know, I, I would love to sing, but in my head and in the shower, I sing great, but in reality, no. <laughs> There's acoustics, that's why. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, I'm the same way. I have a brother. I have a brother that's a concert pianist, uh, plays wow. with the LA Philharmonic and, and all of that. Oh my gosh. And I cannot, I took piano lessons like for an hour because I, you know, and I can, I get my left hand to, to do what it's supposed to do. The right hand is okay, but the left hand, so I'm, I'm, you has know, a mind of its own. I'm basically inept and, and, uh, you know, I love singing. I love being, you know, being able to perform, but yeah, I'm like you. I, I'm so jealous of those. Well, Tony, things. you could be a right handed player and just have the other, <laughs> the left hand entertaining me. For those people that love trivia, <laughs> there's a Nash episode about that, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, good. Um, but but that's got to add to your lifestyle too. Is is when you're surrounded, and even urban music has has its beauty. When you're surrounded by oh, beautiful yeah. things uh, that are ethereal, that that you know uh, put you into a good mood. I think that's that's a wonderful way of relaxing. Constant inspiration and in music is divine. I don't know one human being it does not touch. And when I am feeling down or I need some motivation or maybe just even energy for an interview, I will listen to a couple of really good songs and I'm ready to go. It's amazing to me uh, how far in such a short time you have come. You have a wonderful oh, following. You. You've got a, an incredible career and you're very good at what you do. Thank you, Tony. That means so much coming from someone like you. And you've done a lot more interviews than me. But 
I mean, don't you agree? It's all about passion. It's just, that's all it is. I mean, it just comes shining through when you love something. I wake up every day and I never, never feel like I'm at work. I, I run into and I'm going, this is my job. I'm pinching myself. Am I, am I here? Yeah, is this and happening? that's the secret. It shouldn't feel like work, you know, and although we work, I, I bet you the same as I, we work probably 15 hours a day, you know, because once you're done with something, you've got to edit it and make sure it's done and all of that. Right. I don't think people realize that, you know, we don't just sit down and do an interview. There's a, there's pre-interview, post-interview, getting it up, social media, all of that stuff. And yes, it takes time and uh, it, does. it doesn't feel like work. That's the thing. Not at all. No, not at all. And I, I, and I say, no matter what you do, find what you love. A lot of people are going, I'm just going for the money. But you know what? Sometimes when you go for the money, it doesn't happen because you go for the money. You got to go for heart. And, and trust me when I tell you, big things come out of that. Big things. Give me, uh, give me a couple, a of, couple tips of tips. That, yeah, for, for, for young actresses. You know, or people that want to be TV hosts, uh, give me an idea of what, what they might need. What, what, what should they put in their toolkit? Okay, well, a good, a good ear. you got to be a great listener because people really know whether you're listening to them or not. Um, I, and, and as far as being su successful, I always find goal lists daily goals, weekly goals, um, monthly goals, because if you just say, I'm going to do this and you don't have a time set for some reason, it ends up becoming six months later and you're still talking about the same thing and just wake up every day with a purpose, a grateful heart, grateful mind. I literally wake up going, thank you, God, for everything. Thank you. Universe for everything. Whoever you pray to, thank you for everything. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, it's just, it's so important to be grateful and thankful. I just, again, every day, I, I, I never forget to say it because it's how I feel. And my grandfather a long time ago gave me the best advice because, you know, now with this quarantine, let's face it, it's been hard. I was hysterically crying to, you know, panicking to now accepting, skipped a few stages there. But he always said, lift your eyebrows. There's no way you could be sad with raised eyebrows. <laughs> So I do that every now and then in tributes to him. And it really does. It always makes me laugh. But get I up, am, get up with purpose and accomplish. I am so, so proud of you. I mean, I had nothing to do with anything that you have done. But I am just, just to see someone who ha has a great definition of herself and is, is fearless and yet kind and compassionate, um, you know, that, that just makes me happy that, that you're doing so well. Tony, thank you so much. You're so uh, such a sweet, compassionate interviewer. And I'm so happy we finally got to talk after all these years. We've been talking through social media like crazy. And yeah, I, no. you're doing wonderful. And I watch your career by the day. And, you know, I can't, I, I got to be honest. I sometimes wish I could jump in those pictures with you and sit and talk with well, <laughs> some you, of the people yeah. you do. <laughs> I, I, you know, with this Corona thing, I, I, I'm, I'd have to put on pants, but you know, uh, it would be fine. I know, darn. Uh, um, and say hi to your husband for me. I, I, I really oh, I am, uh, anybody that that can do what he does, and you know, the technology that that it takes. Uh, you know, they, I always call him a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> they make these, these these mixers and everything, and you know, you can hit an automatic button, but it takes a real technician 
to bring out the sound in, in anything that you normally wouldn't hear. I mean, that, that is an exacting kind of work. So it really is. And it takes tons of patience. Don't think I would have that, but he's great. <laughs> well, you guys are a terrific, uh, terrific pair and, 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 and well-matched, as we used to say. Oh, thank you, Tony. Thank you so much. And you're going to come out to Salt Lake and visit me? I'm going to come to As Georgia. soon as possible. Yes, you are. I'll cook for you. I'll do something for you. We could, we could, we could film it. We can do a little cooking uh, uh, show. Uh, yes, I would love to learn some of your cooking skills. And I have to tell you, I feel like, again, in my head, I've become a master chef through this coronavirus. Yeah, well, because we're all stuck doing it. Are, are you more of a yes. vegetarian than a meat eater? What? You know, this year, February 7th, I started uh, a whole vegetarian diet. And I've been very successful. And I have to tell you, I've never felt better I would say the one benefit so far that I see is I have tons of energy to do whatever. I used to not even sometimes want to get out of bed. I never have that feeling anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm finding, I, I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm finding that uh, I eat more vegetables than, than I do meat, but. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, I'll tell you what changed me was, I don't know if you've seen Game Changers from Netflix, a little advertising, but it was, nothing had changed my mind until I saw that. And then I was like, okay, it's, it's time to change. Listen, at the end of the day, brain preservation is number one, as well as, you know, your stomach health and uh, you know, the vegetables, what the earth gives us, you can't argue is definitely good for us. Well, again, thank you so much for being part of uh, part of our day, and uh, I adore you. And uh, oh, I adore you. We're, we're going to get together. I promise that. We are Tony for sure. Thank All right. you.